0: just what is going on, or rather isn't going on, in the Atlantic at the moment.
1: We've had just three tropical storms. We had one way back in May, and then uh, another one in July. And now we've just got tropical storm Chantal has developed.
2: Has our summer really been that soggy? Depending on how warm it gets this weekend and next week, there is a chance that this summer could go down as the warmest, wetter-than-average summer on record.
0: Could more temperature records be broken this weekend? It's Thursday, the 22nd of August, and you're listening to WeatherSnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Alex Deakin, and you're listening to WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. This time two years ago, the costliest hurricane season on record was in full swing. We were already up to H as Hurricane Harvey headed towards the U.S. via the Caribbean. This year's season has been very quiet by comparison, so operational meteorologist Luke Mile caught up with our hurricane expert, Julian Hemming, to find out why. So Julian, it's been a quiet start to the season.
1: Tell us a little bit more. Yes, the Atlantic season has been very quiet. We've had just three tropical storms. We had one way back in May, and then another one in July, which did just about reach hurricane status, but still didn't last very long. And then we've had a very quiet period the last five weeks, no tropical storms at all in the Atlantic. And now we've just got tropical storm Chantal has developed. So if you take into account um, the the kind of strength and longevity of those storms, we're about a quarter of what you would expect of average activity up to this point in the season.
0: Last year was a near average hurricane season, but many of us remember the year before was actually quite an active season with some devastating hurricanes. So what makes this year so different? Well, for tropical storms
1: to develop in the Atlantic, you need several ingredients. You need um, the disturbances coming off the coast of Africa and travelling across the tropical Atlantic. You need uh, warm sea surface temperatures. Now, we've got both of those ingredients. Uh, we've had these waves coming off African coast. Sea temperatures have been nothing exceptional, but certainly um, high enough to uh, develop a tropical storm. Uh, but I think the key ingredient here is that we've had quite a lot of high winds here. Now, that's when the wind, as you go up through the atmosphere, the wind changes in both speed and direction, and what that does when you get high wind shear, it acts to literally shear off any developing clusters of, of uh, uh, thunderstorms which develop and would otherwise develop into a tropical storm. And what's causing this strong wind shear? It normally happens when you have uh, in the Atlantic region when you have these uh, uh, winds coming in from the westerly uh, direction, and often it's uh, uh, controlled by uh, things like the El Nino, which is. Uh, uh, variations in the sea surface temperature over the eastern Pacific region. Now we've seen uh, an El Niño for a while, it's it's weakening now but there's still significant enough effects from that to produce this shear over the Atlantic at the moment but that doesn't mean it will necessarily stay that way for the rest of the season.
0: And do you think the rest of the season will be as quiet as it's been so far?
1: Well the predictions from um, numerical models for the rest of the season are suggesting that from this point onwards we could still see near-average activity for the rest of the season, so we could still see another seven, eight tropical storms across, across the region. and That might happen maybe because the shear starts to relax in the deep tropics, or maybe because those storms start to develop in the areas further north in the subtropics where um, the shear is not so prevalent. So either or, both of those things could happen to produce some more storms during the remainder of the season.
0: Closer to home now and the weather patterns are about to change over the UK with some warmth arriving this weekend. But August so far has been dominated by rainfall and a lack of sunshine. Bonnie Diamond from the press office has been poring over some of the stats from this month and for the summer so far.
2: I'm sure many people will have the perception that it's been a wet summer so far and it's true. Even if the weather is completely dry for the remaining 10 days, summer 2019 will be a wetter than average summer with more than 120% of its average summer rainfall. But the wet weather hasn't been evenly spread. Compared to the rest of the UK, parts of Western Scotland, North Wales and East Anglia have escaped the worst of the rain. Meanwhile, some parts of Southern Scotland, Northern England and the Midlands have seen close to or more than twice their average summer rainfall. And much of that rainfall fell during just a couple of episodes, most notably severe flooding that occurred in places at the end of July. It'll come as no surprise that this summer has been wet but it's also so far been a warmer than average summer. Of course on the 25th of July we recorded the UK's all-time highest temperature on record but there have been other relatively short-lived bursts of heat Although wet summers are often cool, it's not that unusual to get a wet and warm summer. In fact, it's becoming more and more common during recent years, for example 1997, 2004, 2009, 2014, 2016 and 2017. And in a record that stretches back to 1884, if you only consider the wetter than average summers, summer 2019 is currently showing up as the second warmest. In fact, depending on how warm it gets this weekend and next week, there is a chance that this summer could go down as the warmest, wetter-than-average summer on record.
0: So that's a look back, but there's still over a week of summer left. And there's a big weekend. It's a bank holiday weekend for many, and the weather is warming up. I mentioned earlier, a change in our weather patterns. For most of summer so far, the jet stream has been across or to the south of the UK. So we've been on the cool side, and the jet stream's been sending us low-pressure systems that have been bringing cloud and rain. But the jet stream is heading back north, and we are seeing warmer air waft up this weekend from France and from Spain. How hot will it get? Well, I think we'll all notice a jump in temperatures. It is going to feel more warm and humid this weekend. The real heat will mostly be focused across central and eastern parts of England. That's where we could get to 30 Celsius. Most likely on Saturday, we'll be in the high 20s in this zone, whereas elsewhere we'll be in the low to mid 20s. So warmer than it has been almost everywhere, there could still be a few showers around, particularly in the far northwest, but most looking dry and bright. In fact, most places will be dry throughout the weekend. Again, there'll be a fair bit of cloud around in some spots on Sunday. The sunshine could be rather hazy, but on Sunday, those temperatures are likely to exceed 30 degrees, again, across parts of eastern England. Elsewhere, we're more likely to be in the low to mid-20s once more. And for Monday, as I said, a bank holiday for many. Still a chance of a few showers here and there, and some uncertainty about how long the heat persists across the east. But again, there is the possibility of exceeding 30 Celsius. Now, for the bank holiday Monday in late August, the record is 28.2 degrees celsius so there's a chance that uh, we could exceed that it's worth noting however that it's not that unusual to get over 30 degrees in late august it just never coincided with the bank holiday before so we'll be watching the temperatures very closely over the coming days That's enough statistics from me, but now a few more from Martin Bowles, who has the extremes, the highs and lows, for the past week. Here are the UK weather extremes for the week between Tuesday the 13th of August and Monday the 19th of August. The warmest place was Heathrow Airport, which reached 24.1 Celsius on Saturday. Catesbridge in Northern Ireland recorded the coldest temperature. It's dropped to a chilly 2.0 Celsius last Tuesday. The place with the most daily rainfall was Achnagart in northwest Scotland, where 34.6 millimetres of rain was recorded on Saturday. The brightest spot was Faversham in the southeast corner of the UK, where 12.6 hours of sunshine was measured on Tuesday. Thank you, Martin. That's it from Weather Snap. Join us next week when we take another dive into the week's weather headlines. I'm Alex Deakin, the producer this week. Was Simon Hammett.